0: All right, welcome to another edition of the Saints Happy Hour Patron Spotlight. That is where, if you are a patron and you donate at least $5 a month, you get a chance to have your very own podcast episode with me, Ralph Marlborough, where we chat for 15 or 20 minutes about being a Saints fan, how you came to be, your favorite Saints memory, uh, how you found the show and all that. And this month... We are going global. We are talking to a person who is a Saints fan all the way in Australia, who I had the pleasure of meeting at the Saints-Falcons Thanksgiving Day game last year. Nick Knight is up in the middle of the darkness in Australia. Nick, thanks for setting your alarm and waking up and chatting with us.
2: No problems Ralph. Good morning, good afternoon. Um, happy happy to be on the show, man. I appreciate it.
0: So, how does a person in Australia, how do you decide one I want to watch NFL football? And then I'm going to watch NFL football and I'm going to like it and I'm also going to be a Saints fan. Explain <laughs> that process.
2: Um obviously traveling to the to the states I first come across in 2007. So, just post-Katrina down in New Orleans. Um, I booked in to go watch a, a Saints game, just going, oh, hey, we'll go, we'll go watch a game and, and see what it's all about. Um, but unfortunately, we, uh, our stop before New Orleans was in Vegas. So we um, ended up having a, a pretty big night in Vegas, as you do. So we missed <laughs> our flight to New Orleans. So we missed the game, unfortunately. Um, but we went. Hey, we're in. We're in New Orleans, Let's go out. So we went out in Bourbon Street, and everybody was wearing their Saints jumpers or jerseys, um, and partying pretty hard. And I went, Hey, I like this team. This is a team for me. Yeah. Um, so I've been a Saints fan since then, um, and sort of probably the last five six years. I've started to um, obviously just be fascinated with the game, um, you know, learn the rules um, and just yeah, and it's sort of one of those games that they just it just gets you, Ralph. And uh, I've been 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 a mad fan, yeah. So oh seven, and that's how I become a Saints fan. And yeah, um, it's yeah,
0: it's interesting, you know. We've, Because I've talked to in, in the last couple of weeks that we've done some patron spotlights and we, uh, we've we had some international people that have won uh, the drawing or people that have, n- have won the drawing but didn't get in touch with me or said they didn't want to do it but they support the show anyway. So we had yeah. some inter- international people and the, the people in Ireland or uh, England or the different places that we've talked to, the interesting thing about them is sort of Katrina – Sort yep. of made them gravitate towards the Saints because they saw, you know, yep. Katrina was a big inter Obviously, it was a horrible event in New Orleans, and yep. but it was a big international event, so they saw it, and it sort of made them become interested and empathetic to New Orleans and the culture and that sort of thing. And then they're like, "Hey, I'm gonna just root for the football team because that sort of yep. connects me to New Orleans," and and that's how the, that's how most of them get connected internationally, which is which is interesting and unique um i have to say when i was a kid uh you know i'm old so i'm i'm in my early 40s and and i remember when espn uh used to show australian rules football yeah uh, sure as a kid at like uh three in the afternoon and um i was a um i was a uh kind of a kind of a nerd for it and uh I had my favorite teams and and that sort of thing do you follow that at all and or is it do the Saints supersede your love of any sports in Australia
2: um I do I'm a big Aussie rules fan um I'm I'm situated in Australia on Perth so I'm on the west coast um but I actually go for a, a team on the other side of the country so um a little bit like you I suppose being in Houston and and supporting obviously the Saints but being obviously a New Orleans person um it it it, it's getting there like I'm pretty passionate about my Aussie rules um but um my passion for NFL is is definitely getting there Ralph I'll say it's uh it's a second just at the moment to my Aussie rules love of Aussie rules um but um, it's definitely getting there. You know, like I said, that that NFL game, it really does just grab you. Um, it, you know, the plays, um, the strategy behind it, the playing, the roster, um, it, it, it does get me. Like, I'll, I'll get up in the morning and, you know, it's the first thing I look at is is what's happening on Twitter, what's happening with um, ESPN, with the Saints, um, see what you guys are doing. You know, like, it, it really does grab you. Um and for you know, in Australia a lot of people think the game is, is just too hard and it goes for six hours, you know, it's um but mind you the NFL game in Not Australia wrong. is is starting to uh is starting to get a lot of traction. Um, you know, but it's just again the time delay, you know, like I'll get up to watch a Saints game, it's either a one AM game, um, a five thirty AM game or an eight thirty a.m. game on a Monday. Or do
0: you go do you watch at home or do you go out to a bar and no,
2: nah. I- no nah. I'll watch it at home, but I've got a, I've got a good group of friends here, Ralph. There's about 10 of us who are all NFL supporters. Um, so we will get together and do like a Sunday night or a Monday night game and eat wings and drink shitty Budweiser. Um, but, uh,
0: <laughs> shitty Budweiser, hey, really? the, international, the international beer that's terrible. It's terrible everywhere.
2: At least it's not a shitty IPA like uh, Andrew would absolutely love. But um, <laughs> it, um, so we, we get together. We play fantasy football. Um, I'm the only Saints supporter. So we've got a few Patriots supporters and, um, you know, people like that. But, um, but yeah, so we, we, we really do make it an event where we get together and we'll watch a Sunday night game, um, and record it, obviously, and watch it on the Monday night.
0: So do you – do you always watch the game lives, or do you record them? And because we had some people in 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 England and different places, will say, look, if the Saints play on a Monday night or an, or Sunday night, that's like 12 o'clock at night in Europe. Sometimes later, depending yep. on where they are, right? So they'll be like, look, I'll record it, and I'll wake up, and the first thing I do is I will watch it and I will not check my phone and I will not check Twitter and that sort of thing. Yeah. And I do that for EPL, for, for British yeah. soccer. Like if if, if yeah. Everton, if they kick off at 6 or if I want to sleep yeah. late, if they kick off at 7.30 on Sunday like they did the other day, they played Man U, yeah. and they kicked off at 7.30. I was like, my wife came home at like 2, two, two at night because she was working a wedding. And I was like, I'm not waking up in five hours to watch that. So I just record it wake up, leave my phone on my bedstand and watch it with no Twitter interaction. And just so it's, re, it's it's in real time for me. How do you consume? Do you consume the Saints like that? Or is it got to be live? Uh, it's got
2: nine times out of 10, Ralph. It's got to be live, mate. So I'll, I'll get up and watch it live. Um, I, I can't do. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip.
0: Hi, checking in for
2: or the perfect table.
1: so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favourite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate.
2: With a delay, I need to know what's going on right away. <laughs> unless unless it's a prime time game, so it's, if it's a Sunday night or a Monday night game, I'll record it. Do like you said, the blackout. Won't look at internet. Won't look at anything for the day, and then we'll watch it that night with a group of friends. But that's only so I can drink beer and, and yell at the yell at the TV <laughs> yeah. as well. Mate. So, yeah. Um. So it, it's generally generally life. Yeah.
0: You know, I'm always curious for 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 uh, people not from the United States, and because football is a really I mean, we love it, and, and, and we sort of, you know, Americans, I think, sort of take it for granted that it's, hey, it's, you know, it's this. And it, football is a really fucking complicated game. So, you know, how do you, how do you sort of learn it yourself if you don't have parents or a ton of culture around you that it, you sort of grow up with it, right? How do you sort of educate yourself on football? Uh, to where you from where you started to where you are now. Uh,
2: the power of Google, Ralph. Um, a <laughs> lot of a lot of a lot of reading. Um, and I wouldn't say I'm I'm educated. Like I am getting there. Um, but there's still a few rules when I'm like, oh wow, well, hey, what hey, why the hell has that flag I've been thrown? Um, but um, you know, I, I suppose that that happens. But um, I suppose yeah, just talking, watching a lot of games, Ralph. Um, yeah and um obviously i've i've built a, a bit of a friendship with andrew as well which is which is awesome so i speak to him every now and then about a player or or what's happening and he gives me a little bit of insight too which is which is so cool
0: yeah i think i'm i'm i think the thing is with andrew that i'm that i'm most proud of about the fi- the podcast is when we when i first met andrew the reason and i probably told this story a bunch of times on these Spotlight songs, but people only get them every month, so they can listen again. But yeah. I got Andrew right, and he he was a guy who could explain tape and and football X's and O's really well, and because yeah. it's it's it, just because you know it. And you know Exodus doesn't mean you can explain it well in a podcast or on TV, right? They have pe- players that are famous, great players, right? And they stink at ex- at being a commentator because they just don't know how to translate it into what people can understand. And it's enjoyable, right? And Andrew, was gr- he's great at that. But he's been doing this podcast so long that I've almost transitioned him into he still knows the football, But he's almost turned into, he, all he cares about is jokes, right? Like it's, it's, it's almost like I've poisoned the well of all the people on the podcast. All we care about is making saints jokes now, which I'm most proud of and a little disappointed.
2: Hey man, I actually love that. I reckon that's part of the show. Um, I think you were talking about it the other day, where you're like, people don't want to know about you know, Kevin's love life or, or, or Andrew's kids. Half or, the people you know, do. Like,
0: half the people like, want to know
2: about the love
0: life yeah. and like what my wife is doing and the yeah, cats sure. and the sound effects <laughs> and like what I'm drinking and, and what Dave's thing. mom's doing. Yeah, yeah, and like the other half of the people are like, get to the Saints news. But I think, like, it's a, like for us the thing I think that. <laughs> Of all the saints podcasts, and look, they have a bunch of good ones out there. Ian Howard does one that I he's been he's been on the show. I really like him. They have other people that do saints podcasts. I think the one that sep- the thing that separates us from all the rest of them is we have no boundaries and no filter. Like we <laughs> just we people feel like they know us in a yeah, way. Sure. That I didn't understand until I started going on Channel 4, the the New Orleans TV station in the morning. And I had – when I would go into New Orleans, people would come up to me and just start talking to me like a family member and start talking about stuff on the show that wasn't necessarily (laughs) football related. And it made my – wife. my wife is like – this is weird. Like they're talking to you like they're a relative, and I, I was like, "It's to me, it's so cool that people like the show in that way, you know." And we're not as big as as national sports shows or whatever, but I feel I love the fact that we've sort of built this community, and people know the jokes, they know us, they even will be like, something will happen, and will be like, "I can't wait to listen to Andrew complain about." this penalty or cuz they know yeah. how we are and they know our opinion so they they like yeah. excited to listen to how they think we're going to react which makes yeah. me which i love um so you so in australia what's the team of your i guess your little group of people are, are they do they all support bigger teams than you, or like more well-known, name-brand teams like the Patriots and the Cowboys, or, or is it like an eclectic yeah. bunch where they support random teams? And you got a guy from, you got another guy from Perth that is uh, supporting the Jaguars.
2: Yeah, it is it, a little bit of a mixture because, um, like I said, look, the coverage down here isn't the best. You know, it's on ESPN, but you know, like. A, big teams like the Patriots or the Cowboys or the New York Giants do get a lot of coverage of. Um, but we, we've we actually got a bit of a mixture. So we've got a couple of guys who are, are Patriots supporters, as I said, but, but they actually lived in the Boston area. Um, we've got uh, a Carolina Panthers supporter, believe it or not. Um, no Falcons, unfortunately, because that would be That's pretty good. fun. Yeah. <laughs> well, good or bad, you could brawl with them during the. Probably good at the moment, but um, we've got yeah, we've got a bit of a mixture. We've got a Chicago's fan, uh, we've got a Green Bay Packers fan, so it, it is a bit of a mixture. Um, people have just gone for teams because they they like the names or you know the colours or you know, but um, it is a bit of a mixture. Yeah.
0: Hey man, I did, you know, before New Orleans had an NBA team. Yep. And before I sort of gravitated towards the Knicks and basketball, when I was a little kid, I gravitated towards teams with colors and uniforms, and I would watch hockey. Like I like the Rangers, yep. I like the Islanders because yep. they had this weird guy with an axe for their logo. Like, yep. you know, when you don't, when and, and I I sort of equated to like you know it's the same thing when I was a kid, right? If if you're in Australia and you don't really understand. Um, yep football and you're like, this is cool, I want to understand it, how you pick your team is completely random because you have no understanding of the history and rivalries and all this. You're just like, you know what? I like the fact that Cleveland's uniform is completely brown, and I'm going to root yeah. for them. Like it, you don't have a thing of oh, I like Cleveland because they're tortured and this and the dog. Yep. No, you're just like, or you're just like, oh, I like the Rams because their their uniform is pretty, or you know, or, or or whatever. And I think that to me, that's really interesting of how a foreigner will just be like, ah, oh, I'm picking that team, you know?
2: Yeah, 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 absolutely, yeah. And that's just yeah, how how it goes, like you said, across all sports, really, doesn't it? So. Um but yeah. like I said I was obviously lucky enough to, to go to visit New Orleans and go, yeah, that's yeah. my team. Um and I so, mean yeah.
0: the thing about New the thing about um I think New Orleans the culture of it is is it's it's unique to to other cities in that um New Orleans only has the one team, you know, and a bigger city they have multiple teams, and yeah, they, you know, the, the, the Chicago might love the Bears because they're the only football team, but they've got the Cubs and the White Sox and the yeah. Bulls and the Blackhawks. New Orleans yeah. is just all Saints all the time, and yeah. it just creates this vibe for these games where, like, you know, ev- like the Saints are going to open on Monday night, right, against the Texans, yeah. and I'm going to that game. I'm flying cool. in. I'm flying in. I'm going to arrive Monday at like 1 o'clock and me and my mom will probably head down there. And the yeah. whole downtown and the whole city is just going to be black and gold crazy. They're going to have Saints yeah. Day at schools. The whole like the whole city is just going to be covered in, in, in Saints jerseys. Um, yeah. And I don't think you get that necessarily in other bigger markets, which makes the Saints um, unique and also the Saints – the fleur-de-lis it's a cool logo but it's kind of weird yes. like if you think about it like other teams yep. have animals and planes and this and that the saints right. have this french fleur-de-lis it, it's just yeah. it, it is it's unique you could say it's unique or you could say it's weird we say it's unique a person that isn't bonded in new orleans or doesn't like this the saints would probably be like why do you have like a flower on your helmet <laughs>
2: <I'm- laughs> But you're definitely right there, Ralph. One thing I noticed um, in New Orleans is the passion that people have for the Saints and football. Yeah. It is—it just sucks you in, and it's just so good.
0: Yeah. So I, I want to talk to you about uh, how did you fi- how did you find our show and. What sort of what sort of gravitates you? Because I know I, I see you on Twitter. You interact with me, and you said you interact with yeah. Andrew. And I see you know I see yeah. you tweeting a lot. How do you how did you find us?
2: Um, it was purely just punched um, into Google um, best. <laughs> well, Saints. we are
0: number one if you t- if you type in
2: Saints Podcast, yeah. we yeah. are number one. <laughs> Saints Podcast, and I I come across a few. So I've been listening to for about oh, three years now. Um, yeah, it was just when my hunger for the game started to get more and wanted to to listen every day. Um, about Saints football and um, so yeah, typed into Google you guys, you guys came up and you were the ones, yeah, I just started listening to and just, um, I think I just like I said, I was attracted to um, you just seem like everyday guys um, and <laughs> That love football and well, love. Well, we to are a beer. except
0: for Andrew. He's he lives in <laughs> super fancy pants Charlottesville
2: and plays Charlottesville, tennis yeah. at the
0: country club, beating fifty middle aged women and humiliating them. <laughs> but the rest of us are normal down
2: there. Noble, noble people. Um, and like you said, I think you just. Um, you, I feel like I know you guys, and I'm on the other side of the world. You know, like yeah. it's. Um, the chemistry you guys have, I think that's probably my number one thing I like. You know, like like you said, Andrew's the stats guy, the play-by-play guy, um, level-headed some most of the time anyway. Um, you know, Dave's you know a bit of a, a bit of a funny guy, and he's cool because I met Dave as well. Um, and I like you know you guys get into him about Tulane and whatnot. And then you know Kevin's there when he feels like turning up, and we can he's just full on all the time. Um, and then yourself's the anchor. You know, you bring it all together. So. I think the chemistry between us all is is the best part of the show.
0: I think it's the best, and it's the it's it's a more challenging show to do when it's all four of us because, as, <laughs> you know, that's the one thing I never really appreciated until I started doing this show is like how hard it is to host a show like a radio show or a TV show or whatever, and like people are gonna laugh at this, but you know, you, people make fun of Ryan Seacrest because you know he hosted America, he hosted American yeah. Idol, and makes like forty million dollars a year. And once I started doing this show and had to deal with four other people, I'm like, man, Ryan Seacrest is fucking good at his job. He deserves the <laughs> $40 million. But the thing is, it's, it's hard to – it's tricky to balance and challenging to balance and get everybody's opinion in. But when all four of us are together, that's when it's the best because the thing is, Kevin gives us – an edge, or I don't even know, describe what it is, but Kevin can get reactions out of all of us yeah, that yep. I can't do. Like, I'm a better host than... I'm a much better... would be much better hosting than any of the three of them, but, like, Kevin can get the reactions out of it. Dave can bring the edge and the, just the raw emotion of it because he's, he's there, and he's... I, think, I feel like Dave, with his really good tickets to the game, it makes him... Yeah. Not invested more, but invested in a different way. That he gets very angry <laughs> more so. Yeah, yeah. And then you have Andrew. He brings the X's and O's, although more comedy lately. And but Kevin can just sort of—he's just like a, a fork, and he can poke each one of us in a way that yeah. I can't do with Dave and Andrew, and they can't do with me. That only Kevin can do. So I love it when all four of us are together uh doing the show i just think i just think it, it has it has an energy that the yeah. other episodes are still great but it's just a different type of thing it's almost like listening to a great record and then seeing that band live yeah and kevin's there it's just it's just a different a different oomph to it but uh so nick before i get you out of here are you gonna attend any games this year
2: yeah, I'm. I'm. Tr- we're trying to get across. Um, Katie and my um, my wife. My wife. Um, she's actually. She's actually not my wife. My I, just to say that. I just wanted. I just wanted to say that to get that sound bit. Um, we're going to try and get across definitely whether it be um, the end of so this upcoming season towards the end of the year again. Um, because she obviously um, she's well and truly on board now too. She um, she loves the Saints and loves New Orleans. She fell in love with the place as well. Um, so we'll hopefully get across towards the end of the year, Ralph. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm going. i I'm. My plan is I'm going to the the Texans game to start, yep. and yep. I want to go to the Falcons game. Although I'm going to have to fly in super early day of game, and I yep. may also go to the San Francisco game later in the year as well. The one game that I really wanted to go to, but it just didn't work out. I want to go see Arizona because I really like Kyler Murray, the little tiny quarterback that they're probably going to draft. Number
2: one. Do, Do you reckon they'll take him? I think they're going
0: to take – I mean, we're, we're, yeah. people, full disclosure, we're recording this, it's draft day. Um, you may be hearing this three, four months from now, but me and me and Nick, are, we're recording this on, on Thursday, the NFL draft is today. I think they're going to take him. I think they hired like, hire Cliff Kingsbury, his the guy who loves him and, and coached him yeah. a little bit. Like I think they're going to take him, and I'm just fascinated to see him because he's really tiny like Drew Brees but yeah. super athletic. Yeah. I just yeah. wanted to see him in person in the Dome, so I'm a little disappointed okay. of that. Um, but we'll see. I mean, do you, do, you know, the Saints are probably going to do something, the Saints are probably going to do something crazy today or, or Friday, Nick. So maybe yeah. if we did a live stream, like what, what, what's the time difference in, in, uh, Australia?
2: Um, I'm 13 hours ahead of you. Okay. So, so it's, yeah, it's 2.48 Friday morning here.
0: Okay, so if we did a show, if we, if we did a live stream tonight at like nine, that would be like, like the middle of the day. You or you or we did something like nine or ten at night tomorrow when the Saints yeah. picked at sixty-two. Maybe you could listen live. You can join the chat room. But, uh, yeah. guy, I appreciate you joining us on the Patreon Spotlight. I. I completely appreciate you getting up in the middle of the night to do this ridiculousness with me and everybody else. If you want to be in the patron spotlight, just donate $5 a month. uh, And you can get, we'll pick, we pick a winner. You get to chat with me for 10, 15, 20 minutes about being a saints fan, the show and all that fun stuff. It's great. It's a great way for you to support the show and, and meet me and the guys. Um, So, Nick, uh, stay safe, and if you do get your plans and you do get here in December, hit me up on the Twitters, and maybe if I'm at the same game as you, we will uh, get together before the game like we did on Thanksgiving.
2: Will do, Ralph. Thanks so much, man. I appreciate you having me on the show.
0: All right, everybody. Until next time, the bar is closed.